think that I, I if I if I buy a bus pass, I don't necessarily pay more than if I just bought the tickets and then you know, yeah, you know, yeah. Like I might buy three three or four packs of tickets a month instead of one bus pass, which probably costs more than three or four packs of tickets. Yeah. So I'll have to see. Maybe I'll just ride my bike a bit more too. Yep, cycling is good. That could be good. And just take the beeline and the SkyTrain and um, and keep your eyes on the door and, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Watch out for the transit police. Yes. The five, the transit 5-0. <laughs> um, so we are up on the roof. Um, Friday mornings from 9 to 10, we're here. That's right, we're broadcasting to you live from UBC campus, which is located on unceded Musqueam territory. Yep, and we've got a good show. What do we have queued up first, Jake? First off, we're going to get things started with Stephen Malcolmus and the Jicks. This is Cinnamon and Lesbians.
Welcome back to CITR. You're listening to Up on the Roof. On 101.9 FM in Vancouver and around the world at CITR.ca. <laughs> uh, so we uh, are about to do a segment called People from Robbins High School that are doing cool things. Good for you. North Van isn't so bad. People from Robbins High School doing cool things. Good for you. North Van ain't so bad. That's right. That's the name of the segment that we prepared ahead of time. <laughs> uh, so I guess we'll kick things off with um, a song by Sally Deej, um, who is the sister of a girl who went to my high school, Johanna Jorgensen. They're living in Copenhagen now and Ooh. making cool music together. Um, even more impressive, maybe, than the music they're making are the videos that they're making. So uh, if you look up Sally Deej Losing You on YouTube, um, really cool video. And, and Deej is D-I-G-E. That's right. Yeah. Or you can look up um, Johanna Jorgensen as well. Um, and she's just been making these really, really cool music videos that I find so enjoyable. Um, and then after that, we'll play a band called Les, Les Chaussettes. Um, which has a pal of mine, Alex, in the band. And Alex's girlfriend made some delicious um, Really, really nice cupcakes. At yeah. New Year's. And yeah. that is another thing. That is another thing. Well, this has been another segment of People from Robbins High School Doing cool things Northern Ain't so bad.
Uh, so that was Les Chaussettes with Volcanoes. And before that, again, we heard from Sally Deej with the song Losing You, uh, both of which were feature people who went to my high school um, in this segment that we called something like... People from Robbins High School doing cool things northern ain't so bad. Now, in retaliation... Retaliation? Yeah, oh. in retaliation, because... <laughs> Because um, our love is a contest. Okay. All yeah. right. That's news to me. <laughs> um, well, you know, I to continue the cycle of, of, of nepotism and all that, I, I know some people who went to my high school who are oh, doing really? cool things. Yeah. Oh, really? In a segment we're going to call... People from Jake's high school doing cool things and making music. White rocket so bad either. That's right, Robin. Thanks for that beautiful song. Uh, first up, we're going to hear from um, from a band called Watermelon. Now potentially known as Milk or something? I think they've changed their name to Milk. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we're going to hear a song, Michael, from their album cassette. After that, we're going to hear from um, from Coben, uh, who both bands went to my high school. Both bands are playing a lot of shows locally and um, and are you know getting pretty big. And um, and I'll I'll just mention another person from my high school doing cool things. Hey hey, I got two, you get two. Well, I just want to mention. <laughs> I, I won't play in another band, but I just want to say that um, my good friend Paul um, was an elf in the film Elf that wow. was filmed here in Vancouver. That's that's wonderful. So that this has been. People from Jake's high school doing cool things and making music. White rock ain't so bad either. always 
This May 2nd at the Biltmore, Waxahachie with guests Girl Pool and Knife Pleats. From Brooklyn, pop singer-songwriter Waxahachie is on tour to support her new release, Ivy Trip. Early show with doors at 8, show at 9. Brought to you by Tambor Concerts and CITR 101.9. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the tension mounts, the web of security tightens as we await the arrival of Ralph Records recording artists, The Residents. Doxa, Vancouver's documentary film festival, runs this year April 30th to May 10th. Doxa and CITR 101.9 FM present Theory of Obscurity, a film about The Residents. This Monday, May 4th at the Cinematheque, followed by a Q&A with the filmmaker Don Hardy. Filmmaker Don Hardy, along with noted residence bands such as Penn Jillette, Simpsons creator Matt Groening, and Jerry Casale of Devo, dive deep into the archives. Monday, May 4th at 8.50. This screening is brought to you by CITR. The 2015 Versus Festival of Words is bigger and better than ever. Over 30 events and more than 100 spoken word artists performing April 23rd to May 3rd. Featuring Lucia Mish, Morgan Purvis, Denise Froman, and Dominique Ashaid. Plus, Hullabaloo, the BC Youth Poetry Slam Championships. Check out workshops, panel discussions, master classes, and watch out for words flying out of people's faces. For festival passes and more information, go to versusfestival.ca. By the way, this is somebody's favorite show. Hi, Dan Shakespeare here. You know, for most of the stuff that I play, you probably think that I'm much older. But you know what? Most of you are probably way off because I'm only 23 years old. Tune into the Shakespeare Show between noon and 1 p.m. on Wednesdays. It's songs from before the 1920s to alternative stuff today. Plus jokes and riddles. All sorts of fun stuff. Just put any, put any of it on your iTunes if you need to. Pretty soon it'll be coming out on it'll be coming out on albums. Welcome back to CITR. You are tuned in to 101.9 FM. So don't touch that dial. Unless it's a little bit fuzzy and then you know, slide it one way or the other way until it comes a little bit more clear. Good advice. Yeah. Work how to work a radio. Um so I was listening to uh no, I was reading yesterday. Big difference. I was reading um some literature from have you ever heard of Uncle John's bathroom reader? Well, I've seen it at your house. I've got yeah. My roommate, I think his parents get him one every Christmas. <laughs> literally every Christmas, which to me is crazy because um like like you don't read the whole thing like one is probably enough for like several years but um so i was reading about it and i was reading about um russia and and the um like russian bootlegged vinyl records in russia during the cold war and like in in the 50s and 60s and how um People in Russia, there was only one state record company and they would only play like classical music and things that they thought that they, that the people should listen to and they wouldn't, they wouldn't play any rock and roll or anything. And so, um, until 
when the Germans invaded Russia and then the Russians pushed back and then they like gained land in, in Eastern Europe. Finally, they were like exposed to these kind of jazz and big band and, and some early rock and roll stuff. And so they figured out how to make bootlegs, but they needed vinyl because you need a blank vinyl to record. And eventually they ran out of blank vinyl, so they had to look for something. And in the hospitals, um, they didn't keep x-rays um, in a record anywhere. Often they just threw them out afterwards. And the x-rays that they were printed on, if you've ever pictured an x-ray, it's kind of like a thick plastic, like a thick. And so they would use, they would cut it into a circle and use these x-rays, like real x-ray, and they could record onto it with a, with a, a vinyl recording machine. That's so neat. And it would only work a few times because it would warp and everything. And so you'd be spinning these underground rock and roll records and it would be someone's real chest x-ray or leg or arm. <laughs> it would have a real bone on it. <laughs> and so what happened was the government um, caught on and figured out that people were doing this. So they started producing their own to kind of um, their own bootlegs and it would... It would look like it, and it would start up, and it would be the rock and roll. And after about 30 seconds, a voice, a KGB voice would come on and say, like, you anti-government scum, like, stop listening to this. And Or it would, like, yell at them, and it would be, like, um, like probably even more explicit than that, I think, because it was their way of trying to control the underground um, vinyl record <laughs> thing. Yeah. I read um, this, or actually, I think I was listening to this podcast that I was assigned for this global 1960s course that I took. And uh, they were talking about this Beatles mania yeah. that was happening in Russia during the 60s. And everyone was so um, into the Beatles and really wanted to hear their music. And at first, the Russian government resisted a little bit. But then they allowed certain tracks that the Beatles wrote to be produced um, under the name the Beatles Family Folk Band or something like that. Yeah. And it was labeled traditional. as like, yeah, traditional the, the, Russian the music. The Beatles traditional quartet. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, it was a quartet. That's right, that's right. And they allowed songs like Can't Buy Me Love because they were considered to have um, kind of an anti-capitalist message. Totally. Uh, can't Buy Me Love, so... And yeah. and the the other thing I heard is that it's really cool how much innovation comes out of not having access to these things. And so um, people would figure out how to, they figured out that you could make a, an impromptu electric guitar by taking some equipment out of a telephone. And so all of these, like, is it, people found out, and as soon as they did, all of these public telephones were vandalized and swiped. And the little... Um, pick up in the base of the headphone you could turn that into like a little amp or like a little pickup for an electric guitar and you, you they people would make these homemade electric guitars and all of a sudden all these telephones just went missing and people were like making like real underground guitar rock in in their garages that's so interesting we take for granted the huge library of music that we just have at our fingertips here. But totally. it's so cool. And and here at the station, we've got a huge uh, vinyl library too, one that we dipped into right now. And um, here is from, the, uh, from our archives. Here's J.J. Kale with a song called Tijuana.
just below San Diego Tijuana Land of broken dreams Senoritas Dancing in the moonlight Flashing Spanish dark eyes To everyone it seems They say, hey gringo Can you take us across the border? Tell them I'm your daughter Back streets through the alleys, all the young men stand with pride. They guard the palace to the kingdom called Tijuana.
What's that music you ask? Well, this music is from the Life Aquatic soundtrack. That's right. And why are we playing it? Well, Life Aquatic is the name of the event we went to last night at the Vancouver Aquarium After Hours. That's it was really, really fun. It was awesome. So it, it's called Rain City Chronicles. And Rain City Chronicles happens about every six to eight weeks or so. Last week we were able to interview Lizzie Carp, who was one of the co-founders. Yeah, that's right. And it's a local storytelling event. Yeah, so Life Aquatic uh, matched the stories about the ocean to the Vancouver Aquarium venue. Um, and I think they do that with most stories. So they'll, they'll pick a theme for the Rain City Chronicles event, and then they'll try and match the venue somehow to the theme. Totally. And what was cool last night was they, um, they don't normally have... There's normally one stage, I think, and, and everyone sort of hears all the stories. But here there were 16 storytellers, and there wasn't a schedule, so you, you couldn't tell where you were going to go, whose story you were going to hear. And so it's just by chance you have to find, find the right story because everyone tells it only once. And so you, you go to these stages, and the stage is set up right in front of a shark tank. Or, or the belugas, or, um, or you know, near the, the frogs. Big or something. The big rockfish tank. Yeah, the, the rockfish, yeah. Um, so it was really cool to just listen to these stories and um, see them performed in such a cool space. Yeah, it was really, really fun. I would definitely recommend uh, Rain City Chronicles, and I would want to check out the next one, too. Yeah, and it was fun for me. I haven't been to the aquarium since my, probably since high school or something. And after hours is the time to do it because there's nobody really there except for the other people um, who are at the event. So it's not very crowded at all and you have kind of full reign of the place. Yeah. You can just go and explore. And, And I would definitely check out Rain City Chronicles because the storytellers are, it's a mix. It's a blend of probably professional storytellers, people who you do, who are used to doing it. And then you get some people who are rarely on stage and maybe maybe rarely public speak and just have a, a really interesting story to tell. And, and sometimes those are even more compelling. Yeah, yeah. There's some really, really funny stories, some kind of nice, relaxing stories to hear, uh, we- some adventurous ocean stories. Yeah, scuba diving in in the Pacific Northwest, or and whale watching in in Jordan or in um, sorry, Oman. in Oman, yeah, yeah, in Oman. And there was a story of um, of someone who was kayaking here, not like up in Haida Gwaii, and he was. Um, it was a story about kayaking and running into a shark. Yeah, it it was a close encounter, and he was laughing because he. Um, had two reactions, and one was total fear, and one was to take a picture. <laughs> take a picture, take a picture. And he said that the shark acknowledged he was there and kept circling two or three turns so much that its dorsal fin would hit the bottom of his his boat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, so it was really great. So keep an eye out for Rain City Chronicles. Very cool event. Very cool. Uh, so we are coming to the end of our show here. Uh, definitely stay tuned because the Screen Girls are coming up next. And um, just keep enjoying. I know that um, CITR is having a baseball tournament um, tomorrow. Yep. 
And so softball. if softball, yeah. So if you find yourself near Strathcona Park, uh, come on down and cheer, cheer on our team, the Rad Sox. Yeah, come yeah. on down. Um, so yeah, Screen Girls are up next. We're gonna leave you here with a song called Air Balloon Road by Jessica and the Fletchers. Thanks for listening. Have a good day. Spring is here. This April, pick up an issue of Discorder from a local venue or record store for articles on Sumac, Snit, Saradavachi, Record Store Day, and more. Special thanks to this month's advertisers, Levitation Fest, Rickshaw Theater, Light Organ Records, Beat Merchant, Red Cat Records, Neptune Records, Horses Records, Audio Pile Records, Dandelion Emporium, High Life Records, Vinyl Records, Live Van, and AMS Events. April makes fools of us all. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the tension mounts, the web of security tightens as we await the arrival of Ralph Records recording artists, The Residents. Doxa, Vancouver's Documentary Film Festival, runs this year April 30th to May 10th. Doxa and CITR 101.9 FM present Theory of Obscurity, a film about the residents. This Monday, May 4th at the Cinematheque, followed by a Q&A with the filmmaker Don Hardy. Filmmaker Don Hardy, along with noted residence bands such as Penn Gillette, Simpsons creator Matt Groening, and Jerry Casal of Devo, dive deep into the archives. Monday, May 4th at 8.50. This screening is brought to you by CITR. Have you received your Metro Vancouver Transportation and Transit Plebiscite Voting Package? If you didn't receive your voting package and you would like one mailed to you, simply call Elections BC at 1-800-661-8683.
That's 1-800-661-8683. Or go online at elections.bc.ca slash OVR to register or update your voter information and ask for a voting package to be mailed to you. This message is brought to you by Elections BC. I had a dream I could buy my way to heaven. When I woke, I spent that on a necklace. I told God I'll be back in a second. Man, it's so hard not to act reckless. To whom much is given, much is tested. Get arrested, guess until he get the message. I feel the pressure under more scrutiny. And what I do, act more stupidly. Bought more jewelry, more Louis V. My mama couldn't get through to me. The drama, people suing me. I'm on TV talking like it's just you and me. I'm just saying how I feel, man. I ain't one of the Cosby's. I ain't go to hell, man. I guess the money should have changed them. I guess I should have forgot where I came from. Talking about back in my day 